The average cost of a college class varies from about $500 for a community college class to a little over $1,000 at your local four-year university. Now, if you think that's high, a private university or an out-of-state college can cost as much as $5,000 per class. That is high. No wonder people end up with loans. Well, what people might not know is that you can usually take classes for a lot less money somewhere else, and you can use those classes towards your very expensive degree at your more expensive college. So you're not going to believe the cheap credit that we're going to talk about today. We're your hosts, Jennifer Cook-DeRosa and Shelley Cloutier, and you're listening to College on the Cheap. Welcome, everyone. Going to college on the cheap can be hard. You have to be resourceful, but you also have to know where to look. Sometimes that's not easy. In today's episode, we're going to tell you about four places you can earn college credits for less than $3 a credit. In other words, that's about $10 per class. That's true. And this is real legitimate college credit. So before we jump into all this, we really have to talk kind of about this concept of taking classes elsewhere on purpose and then bringing them into your college. So when we talk about transfer credit, really, you can't just rack up random college credits and then use them towards your degree. Now, if you're smart about it, then the transfer credit that you're bringing in can really, really cut the costs. I think this is probably the most underappreciated way that um, people can use to really cut the costs of their degree. And I think you'll see that today because it's it makes a huge difference. So sometimes bringing in transfer credit is talked about like it's for people who made a mistake. What do you mean by a mistake? Well, I mean... For instance, if you think about transfer credit, sometimes there's a stigma that you maybe started school, didn't finish, and so therefore you've got this transfer credit, right? Now you've got to take it somewhere. It's kind of looked at negatively. Sometimes a college might even advertise, you know, we'll accept your transfer credit. But that's not what we're talking about. We're going to use the the policies that are already in place, those frameworks that allow transfer credit to come in, and we're going to be deliberate about that. So we're we're going to earn transfer credit ahead of enrollment and we're going to do that deliberately. And when you when you do this, this is a resourceful planning and this kind of resourceful planning is something that um we you know we can do with our teenagers or as adults we can do that and we can really make good use of these affordable college credits that we're going to talk about today. Now, do you do you mind? Can you share just a little bit about how you did some of this with your kids who just graduated high school? Congratulations. Oh, thank you. Uh, yeah. Sure. Yeah. You know, it is possible. Uh, you just we focused on general education in the beginning because, you know, you have that two years of general education. So we we saw a pattern when we looked at different degrees of of classes that were necessary and uh we were able to pinpoint um, 
credit for dual enrollment that way or or alternative credit that way and really focus in on that. And, and that, I mean, you're not going to be for sure. It's not for sure that these are going to transfer, but there's a high, you can, you can narrow it down to a high likelihood and roll with that. And that really worked out for us. So like what you're saying is when your teens were in high school and you knew they were going to go to college and they would need, let's say, introduction to psychology, right? Right. So then you were able to have them take introduction to psychology as a high school class, but for college credit so that you were kind of being strategic and deliberate Mm -hmm. so that that would then later apply to their degree. Right. Counted for both. That's right. Yeah. So how many credits did they graduate high school with? So my 18-year-old graduated with um, 100 credits. Okay. And And now 120 would be a bachelor's degree. So he's really, really close. Right. Yeah. He has eight classes left to get that okay. bachelor's. And so there, there might, might've been a couple of credits in there he wouldn't be able to use, but um, certainly most of them. And then my 16 year old graduated high school with 88 credits and he's got 11 classes left for his bachelor's. So they're both basically applying for admissions and graduation in the same year. Yes. Yeah. That, so that is resourceful planning. That's exactly what it is. That's, you know, looking and using strategies to deliberately figure out how to use your time wisely and get those credits kind of racked up. So, you know, you're talking about teens, but let's talk about adults too. Now, adults, there's a little bit of an advantage actually, because an adult usually doesn't have to do things like meet high school requirements. Right. And so an adult can really just take whatever classes they want. And if you already have some classes under your belt, then that, of course, cuts that down. Um, So this is a different idea. This is not accidental credit earning. This is not, you know, the situations where people have talked about where they've started school and they've dropped out and they've tried to return and and they've had, you know, to force all of these credits into a new program and they didn't transfer well and they ended up having to retake. We're not talking about any of that. We're talking about being deliberate. So let's just look at what that means. So when you're deliberate, you know exactly what degree you're pursuing. Now, why? Why do you have to know this? Well, you have to know because every college is going to have a specific set of courses that are required for that degree. Now, there might be some wiggle room in there as far as electives and things like that. But if you don't know what degree you're pursuing, then you risk losing a lot of credits when you transfer. You can't just collect random credits. Um, You have to plug the right holes with the credits that meet the degree requirements. So you really have to know what degree you're pursuing. You also have to know exactly the transfer policies of the college that you're going to attend. And why is this important? Well, if the college that you're going to attend doesn't accept transfer credit, if they have restrictions on where the credit can come from, if they have restrictions on whether or not it's for a grade or for a pass-fail, they might have restrictions on whether or not it's got a lab or not a lab, There's a lot of different things that could be a part of that policy. So your understanding of that policy is really what arms you with the information so that you can make sure that these credits, especially the ones we're going to talk about today, will transfer into your program and check every box just the way that you expected it to do. And I I would also say when you call the school, you know, do your own homework because there's been times where the school didn't even know they accepted certain credit, but they did. They did accept A hundred percent. And, you know, and the other thing is when you call a college, you're not really getting 
the registrar. Now, the registrar is the one who is behind the curtain. They're the one who's deciding whether or not your credit's transferred. But that's not who you're talking to when you call a college. When you call a college, you're talking to someone at a desk who is taking all the inbound calls. They might be admissions. But, you know, it's not someone who really has that that skill set. So when you start doing things like this that are a little bit outside of the norm, do not expect to be able to get these answers. And even if you do get them, verbal answers aren't going to help you. You really have now with everything being online, you really have no excuse not to go into that college's website, pull up that college's catalog and read this for yourself. Because everything for a college, all of these policies are written down. So do not do not think that just because someone told you something that that is going to be, you know, the rule. You have to you have to look and if you can't find the catalog, if you can't find this information, that's something that you could email or call and ask. Can you please send me the link to the catalog or tell me how to find it on my own? And if you do it on email, be sure to save the email. If they okay something, save that email. That's right. That's exactly right. So, you know, knowing what degree you're pursuing, knowing the transfer policy of the college that you're going to use, and then you should know how your incoming credits are going to be applied to your degree. And again, that is all part of this this resourceful planning. Now, there's some things we're going to talk about today that make this a lot easier than just randomly flipping a coin. Because I know sometimes you'll hear people say, oh, none of my credits transferred or they didn't transfer as I expected. The thing about colleges is that they're actually very, very predictable in the kinds of credit that gets denied. So it's not always easy to know exactly what credit is going to get accepted, but it is very easy to know what kind of credit is going to be denied. So it's it's like you're reverse engineering the process. You know, you have to find out what the rules are. You have to find out what kinds of things are going to have your credit kicked to the curb, and then you're going to work around those. And the last thing when we're talking about earning credit this way is you have to be able to pay cash. You can't use financial aid when you're not enrolled in a college. And all of the credits that we're going to talk about today, these cheap credits for $3 or less, these are, are credits that you're going to pay cash for as you go. You're going to move at the speed of budget and you won't need financial aid to do this. So you won't have to be enrolled anywhere. You won't have to use financial aid. You'll need a little bit of cash to do it and you'll need a lot of motivation. All right, so we're going to talk about a couple different types of resourceful planning where you're going to be able to use these credits. Now, many colleges, well, what I like to call high transfer colleges, will allow you to transfer in 75% of your degree. Now, this is true whether it's an associate's or bachelor's, but we're just going to keep things simple today and talk about a bachelor's. So bachelor's is 120 credits, 75% of that is 90 credits. So that's really the equivalent of about three years. That's what both your your boys are doing, right? So they've right. they've got their first three years of college done. They did that in high school. Mm-hmm. And um, any adult can do this. Now, if you have a target school that's not a high transfer school, then you're not going to be able to bring in 75%, right? So you have to you have to be flexible in terms of choosing your school wisely so that you can keep these costs down low. Now, if you have other reasons for choosing your school, that's fine, but this is college on the cheap. So we're going to talk about how to get through as cheaply as possible. So there are hundreds of high transfer schools, schools that will allow you to bring in about 75% of your credits. So that's that's wonderful. Now there's there's another category. There's an extremely resourceful category 
And there are only three colleges in the United States that are in this category. They kind of have the nickname, the big three. And um, those three colleges will allow you to bring in all of your credits except for between two and three classes. Now, those three classes that you have to bring in, um, it's like a cornerstone and a capstone. And, and so it's kind of like the first class and the last class. And everything else in the middle is planned out. So th those three colleges are legit. They're regionally accredited. Um, we're not talking about diploma mills or anything like that. We're talking about real state colleges that allow you to transfer in your credit. What's the, the keystone of the approach, though? The keystone is that you've resourcefully planned and you've picked your classes because you have to understand the colleges are not going to help you with this, right? They're, they're not going to guide you. They're not going to tell you how to get out of paying tuition. They're not going to tell you how to avoid taking classes at their school. What you're doing is you're looking at these policies. You're looking at the, the credits. You're looking at what you need. You're looking at, at all of this information, and then you're getting really smart about it. Jennifer, you had said that there were hundreds of colleges that uh, allowed 75% to be transferred in. Do they advertise that? So sometimes you have to look creatively. Okay, so let me give you an example. The community college that I was at for 20 years does not say on their website that they allow you to transfer in 75% of an associate's degree. And, and at a community college, that's usually what you're getting is an associate's degree. So they don't say that. But what you can do is you can look at the graduation requirements. So if you go to the college catalog of the college that I worked for and you go into the graduation requirements inside the college catalog, it will say that 25% of the credit must come from the college. Okay, so if 25% must come from the college, what does that mean? That means 75% can come from somewhere else. So sometimes they're telling you what you have to do there. Sometimes they're telling you what you can bring in. They're usually wording it in a way that um, is not always giving you the strategy. You have to sometimes be be sly and, and figure that out, read between the lines. Yeah, because they're, they're not going to their, their job isn't to get you out as cheaply as possible, as you just said. <laughs> <laughs> no, that there's no way. That's, you know... That is not any of their jobs. It's not financial aid's job. It's not admissions. It's not your advisor. It's it's nobody's job to to you know keep your finances in check. So that's why this kind of planning is so important. Now you know so you you have these extremely you know uh, transfer friendly schools like the Big Three. You have very high transfer schools, and this can be community colleges. It can be state schools. It doesn't doesn't mean that it's just, you know, a certain kind of a school. Um, and those will take up to 75%. But even if you don't choose one of those two kinds of schools, the overwhelming majority of four-year colleges allow you to bring in 50% of the bachelor's degree. And, the, and these are set up actually on purpose so that often there's a community college in the same state and they are set up in a way so that you can do two years at the community college and then finish the last two years at the state school. Now, not all two-year college degrees are those first two years, you know, don't think that just because you're using a community college that that changes what you need to do. You still have to be really smart and make sure that you're deliberate in your planning. You, you don't want to just wing it and hope for the best. You still need to go back through and know exactly what degree you're pursuing. You need to know exactly the transfer policy of the college and exactly how your incoming transfer 
credits are going to be applied. Yeah, because so, you could you could transfer in six, you could bring over sixty, but since you, if you didn't take a look at what your degree needed at that school, um, they would have taken sixty, but only fifty will go towards your degree. That could happen. Yeah, I mean that and that happens all day long, by the way, because the degrees are not all the same, and so. A lot of times you'll think if I have an associate's degree, that's my first two years. And that's not even close to being true. That's completely untrue. And there's a million reasons for that. Maybe we'll do an episode on associates to bachelor's transfer programs. Um, but, but you know, this, this, little, this little first 15 minutes here was really to talk about how you really are needing to think about this in terms of the whole big picture and not just leave the episode today and like go start accumulating random credits. We don't want you to do that. We want you to resourcefully plan so that you're using these credits strategically and uh, getting getting all of your your credits done as cheaply as possible. So are you ready for the, the different ways to earn these credits? Oh, for sure. Let's hear okay. it. Okay. So first up is Sailor Academy. I love Sailor Academy. They are a nonprofit organization. They're not a college at all. And you can go to their website, which is sailoracademy.org. And we are going to have all these different website addresses. I'm sorry, it's sailor.org. Um, all these website addresses are going to be in the show notes. And so um, if you miss that, you'll be able to get to those. So Sailor Academy is completely free. It is completely online. You can do it from any any location where you can get internet. You do not have to fill out any kind of application. There's no SAT. There's no pressure. It's not It's not like enrolling in a class where there's going to be an expectation of doing homework and things like that. There's no homework. There's no deadlines. There's no teacher grading your work. It's a self-learning kind of situation. So as you go through, you follow their program on your own and you you learn the subject. So whatever subject it is that you're studying, and, you know, there's so many there to choose from. You go ahead and you go through it. Now, the only time you're going to pay is if you want to take the final exam. Now, you have to take the final exam if you want to get college credit. Okay? You can go in and you can you can just go take the intro to psychology class. It's, it's not going to be worth college credit, though, unless you pay for and take the final exam. So the final exam costs $5. Oh my gosh. $5. <laughs> Five dollars. That's so a coffee. You, yep. You pay for the five dollar fee and they actually don't even take that fee. That fee is to pay for the proctoring company that they use to to have the webcam software that that will monitor your exam for you. So you can take your final exam. It costs five dollars. You can try up to three times. So if you don't pass the first couple times, you can just keep working on it. But now here is here is where this is all going to come together. Sailor Academy has partnerships. They have partnerships with 40 different colleges. Now this is super important because these 40 colleges have guaranteed that the classes that you do at Sailor Academy are going to transfer into the degree program. So really you have to choose one. You have to use one of the partner colleges. The idea of these credits counting somewhere else is very small. And the um, the likelihood of you getting to use some of these credits we're going to talk about today 
at a different school, very low. So really what you want to do is you want to choose a partner college and you want to go in with that in mind. Now, partner colleges, they are going to accept this credit. They're going to have a table or a chart that outlines exactly what those credits come in as. So this is part of the strategy, right? So when you take that, excuse me, that psychology class, it's going to tell you exactly how that's going to appear in your transcript. It's going to be X number of credits, and it's going to appear as psychology 150 or psychology 101 or whatever the course, the the course that you took, it's going to have that laid out for you. Their comparable course. Oh yeah. The equivalency is is going to be spelled out. It could not be easier. You can totally be your own advisor because of these partnerships and because of the transparency in this process. Yeah. So these, these partner colleges that are on Sailor's website, this is really where you, you know, have a good idea of kind of looking and seeing what these different schools are. Now, the majority of people who choose these colleges are going to choose one of the online degrees overwhelmingly because you're really going to be completing almost all of this ahead of time before you apply to the college, before you enroll, before you ever fill out any kind of financial aid paper, before you do anything, you're going to be accumulating this college credit and you're going to be doing it in a way that lines up with the degree. 75% of it, because these are the colleges that take that. Yeah, exactly. So you're going to pick those classes from the list and you're going to match them up with what the, the college is requiring. Now it's worth pointing out that there are some schools and there's a few that we'll talk about today that will allow you to attend on campus if you wanted. Okay. So if you are talking about a very high transfer college, one that's allowing 75% of the credit to be outsourced, and you complete the, that 75% ahead of time, okay, using programs like what we're talking about today, you have then one year to complete when you enroll. Now, this is exactly what your kids have done, right? So they have one year. That one year can either be earned online or on campus, depending on the school that you choose. If you want, you know, to to shave time and money and do everything online and then just go spend one year on campus so you can get that quote unquote college experience, knock yourself out. But it's going to be faster. It's going to be significantly cheaper if you do it online, because if you do it online, you don't have to pay for housing and you don't have to pay for transportation. So that's a big, big advantage. And that's full time. You're, you're completing it in one year because you're going full time, right? Yeah. And I mean, even, even some of these, um, these colleges that we're going to talk about, I mean, that one year that you have left when you enroll, you know, they may have an opportunity for you to either use different types of um, sequences. Like some colleges will do a shorter semester option. So they're offering maybe four semesters a year instead of three. Sometimes actually even my local community college is doing this now where they're taking a regular 16 week semester and they're offering four different four-week classes. So you can have one time slot in your life and complete four classes in one semester. So, you know, a lot of these high transfer colleges are targeting adults. They recognize that people are busy. They are doing everything within, you know, their ability to try and make it flexible. So it could be full-time. It, if you think about it in terms of the number of credits you need to complete, you'll, you'll go in and you'll need to complete at least 30 and 30 is considered one year. So if you do have to do financial aid, um, you'll be able to 
to use that for those last 30. So, the, I mean, the benefit of that is if you're the type of learner that you got a sh- um, those shorter segments in the semester, um, you can do one class and you're going to spend more time on one class, but you're doing one class at a time. And some people like to do yeah. it that way. Yeah, exactly. It allows them to kind of focus and still work and things like that. I mean, if you if you want to do, you know, the extreme cheapskate version, then you could choose one of the big three because the big three are allowing you to bring in 114 of your 120. And so when you enroll at that point, you only have between two and three classes left. So you really are just, you know, cranking out those last couple classes and then you're done. So, you know, Sailor Academy would be my first choice, you know, for anyone who just wants to kind of explore because all the curriculum is online. It's all there for you to see. You don't have to do anything except for open a free account. And they have 40 different classes that are worth college credit. And some of the different examples would be like art, business, um, psychology, economics, statistics. I mean, there's calculus. There's, there's any class that you might need for general education. And then there's some for students in their major as well. But, you know, really you could take, you take every exam that Sailor offers and you would only be out 200 bucks and you'd have over a hundred college credits, by the way. How can you pass that up? I mean, if you're going to have a degree like business or something like, I mean, sir, you can't do that for mechanical engineering. Right. But but certainly for a business degree. Yep. So, you know, it's like you can't, you can't use these strategies for every type of degree, but there's different strategies you can use for different degrees. But if you're looking for an opportunity to check the box, right, you need a degree in something that's, that's pretty common, something like business or liberal arts or one of the basic social sciences or one of the basic humanities, you know, there's no reason that you you can't use these kinds of opportunities. And a lot of people really enjoy independent learning anyway, because they can go at their own level, their own pace. If they need to take a break, they can. If they want to go faster, they can. Right. And, and so, you know, the, the key here, though, is not to be random, be deliberate. So at $5 a class, Sailor Academy is coming in at $1.67 per credit. Pennies. Yes. Okay. So the next one is onlinedegree.com. Now, onlinedegree.com has one little caveat. You have to be 18 or older in order to earn college credit with them. Um, so that is something. But but they're a little bit different. They are the most expensive option that we're talking about today because they're coming in at $3 a credit. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So they're not a college, but it is also free. There's um, no application. There's no SAT. Again, these are self-paced. And the thing that's different about online degree is that they're using a video-based course. So you'll watch a lecture and then you'll answer a quiz and then you'll watch a lecture and then you'll answer a quiz. So it's, it's a little bit different because with Sailor, you, you learn the whole thing yourself and then you take a final exam, but online degree, you actually have little tests, little quizzes throughout um, the process as you go. And so even though you will have an exam, um, it's not all resting on just that one test. So this is a little bit better if you're worried about one test 
kind of being, you know, the whole thing. Um, but here's, again, the, like Sailor, you only pay if you want to take the final exam. And also, like Sailor, what you're paying for is the proctoring. And so in this case, the final exam proctor fee is $9. So passing that exam is how you earn college credit. You can, of course, take the classes if you're just curious. But if you want to turn that into college credit, pay the $9, take the proctored final exam. And if you pass, then you have college credit. Now, would you say that the college credit, would you say that you have college credit? Would you say that you have it once the target college accepts it? Should you think of it that way? That's a good, that's a good way to think of it. So let's, let's call it potential college credit. Okay. Right. Because you have, you have it in the sense that you have done the requirements, but it's not turned into college credit until it lands on an actual college's transcript somewhere. So let's call it potential college credit. Now, now online degree has 23 partner colleges. They are not the same partner colleges as Sailor Academy. However, you're going to start, as we go through these, you're going to start seeing many of the same colleges. So you are going to see a lot of the same schools appearing on these lists of partner colleges. You're going to see this over and over. And again, you don't, you don't need to, you know, worry if, if they have a big list of partner colleges. I mean, you're only going to be picking one. So you're just going to look for one that has a good equivalency list that you can look at and that you can see what these classes are and then what they're going to come in at, at that college. So I definitely suggest one of the high transfer colleges um, or one of the big three because Sailor Academy is partners with all three of the big three and online degree is actually partners with two of the big three, Excelsior University and Thomas Edison State University. And those um, and those are great options. So that third one that that um, I think you said it was Sailor that uh, with the big three that isn't a partner college. Does that mean that they will not take it, or does that mean that you need to call them and see? Well, of the big three, Charter Oak has decided that they're going to have to pre-approve these these different kinds of alternative credits. And so even though Charter Oak is one of the big three and they are one of the big three because they have such a small residency requirement, you still only have to take two classes with them, but they're a little bit more particular about the credits that they will accept. And um, so you, you can go to their website and look and see if at the time that you're pursuing it, you know, if, if these companies or these organizations are on their list of approved providers. If they're not, there's a chance that they won't accept those credits. But um, as far as like the most flexibility, the most leniency, it's going to be Excelsior University, which just changed its name from Excelsior College to Excelsior University. Um, It's also going to be Thomas Edison State University. And those two are going to be by far the most flexible and the most transparent as well. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you know, online degree doesn't have a ton of college, college classes. They have 15 classes, but they've got different ones and they're a little more interesting. Like they've got a robotics class. They've got culinary arts and nutrition, environmental science, criminal justice. Um, so they've got lots of, of classes over there, but you know, again, what's, what's the most important thing is don't be random, be deliberate. And at $9 a class, 
these are coming in at $3 per credit. Right. So good so deal it's, there. It's cheap, but you know, it's still your time. So you want to make sure your time's being used wisely. You got it. I, that's exactly right. Yes. So the next one, number three, is CLEP. And we've talked about CLEP. We talked about it in our previous episode. Now, CLEP is not a class at all. CLEP is credit by exam. So with CLEP, you study independently. There's not going to be a website that you go to that has any kind of study material for you. You're free to use whatever material you want. And when you are finished learning a topic, you can take the multiple choice exam. And we have uh, spoke about modern states in the previous episode as well. Modern states is important when you talk about CLEP because they are a nonprofit organization that is giving out test vouchers and coupons that will pay 100% of your exam costs and 100% of your proctor fee. So this is really an opportunity for you to earn, gosh, unlimited number of college credit using CLEP for $0. Zero. And what sets itself apart from the other two that we talked about is that you're going to get your own, you have to create your own curriculum here. The other two yeah, will guide you. you. This is you're really on your do. own here. You really do. And I mean, without getting too much into, you know, how to do that, I'll give you a good example of something that's kind of a common way to do it. Let's say that you want to take the college algebra exam. You could go to a free resource like Khan Academy that has all levels of math. You can go in there, you can find your level, find out where you are, and you can just start learning. And when you get through the college algebra curriculum, then you can go take a club exam. So, you know, you can, if you're already past that level, maybe you're, maybe that's easy for you and you're, you know, way more advanced than that. Maybe you just want to take a practice test and see how you do. But you, you have it within, you know, your power to to study as long or as little as you like. There's also exams in foreign language. So maybe you're bilingual and your family speaks Spanish. You might already be ready to go take one of those exams. You could go take the Spanish CLEP exam and you might be able to pass that without having any studying. Um, when I took my CLEP exams, I started with ones that I was really interested in, but I still studied for the ones that I didn't have any prior knowledge or experience with. And I paced myself at about one CLEP exam every two weeks. And that was that was a good amount of time. I used lots of online resources. I used the library. I used Wikipedia. And, you know, how you learn doesn't matter so much. It's just that you cover the information that's that's spelled out on the test to make sure that you have a good understanding of it. And it's a multiple choice test. And again, if you don't pass, you can retake. So there's, there's no problem because these are free, right? They're free because you're going to go get a modern stage voucher. And so there's no reason not to do it. And the thing about the CLEP exam, there's other brands, okay? But the CLEP exam is free right now. And so that's why it's on our list. That's why um, it's, it's one that you should look into. Now, the College Board does not have partner colleges like the other organizations that we just talked about. However... There's actually a, a smaller list of, of schools that don't participate than those that do. So about 75% of all colleges and universities in the country do participate in some way with CLEP. They do accept CLEP. The thing about CLEP exam is that it's lower level credit, which means it's 100 and 200 level freshman and sophomore college level. So you can't CLEP 
the upper levels. You're not going to be able to use CLEP for your 300 and 400 levels if you're getting a bachelor's degree, but you can use CLEP for your lower levels. And the thing about the CLEP exams is you don't have to pick your school yet. You know, now this is an area if you don't, if you don't know where you're going to go yet, or you haven't really decided, you can start earning college credit through CLEP. And then once you've got a few tests under your belt, you can start thinking about where you're going to take it. And then, of course, before you enroll, you're going to max out on the amount that you can transfer in. You're still going to do that no matter what you do. Sailor and the online degree, do they have an upper level credit? So Sailor Academy does have upper level. But the thing about the upper level option is that you always have to look at the list because it's not always upper level. It just kind of depends. So you might take a class that one college gives lower level credit for, but a different college gives upper level credit for. So you do want to look at those charts and tables that are published inside those partnership agreements so that you can plan accordingly. And if you talk about a high transfer college, really what you're doing is you're transferring in 100% of your lower levels. Because number one, those are the easiest to get. Those are the cheapest. You can find those for free. It's the upper levels, those last 30, where you're going to have to take the, the classes with the school, with the college. You might as well not even worry about it because you have to take 30 with them anyway. And so those are going to be the classes that are upper level. They're going to be in your major. So it kind of just works out okay that that's the way that it's broken down. But um, the CLEP exams are all lower level. There's 34 exams. They range, you know, in level of difficulty, lots of different subjects. But it's $0 to take when you get your voucher, $0 for proctoring when you get your voucher. And if you passed every CLEP exam, you have a potential of 130 college credits. Now, an associate's degree is only 60, so so really, (laughs) you know, yeah, there's more than you need for sure. Um, And there's, you know, all of these credits that we're talking about today, really, you're going to overflow what you can bring in. If you you decide that you're going to go for the cheapest and you're just using the the vendors that we're talking about today, you can 100% complete those lower level credits, and then maybe some of the electives as well. So um, yeah, it's it's just all about planning, all about planning. It's a puzzle. It is. I want I want to talk about the last one. Now, the last one is a little different because it is a very limited type of program. However, it's very special. So the last program that we're going to talk about is Christian Leaders College. Now, Christian Leaders College is um, a free class. Uh, actually, I'm sorry. It's, a, it's 60 classes, really. And they're all free. Um, but they're not worth college credit when taken that way. So you have to take these classes and t- send them to a college that is a partner. They have four partner colleges. Um However, one partner college in particular is the one that I want to highlight, and it's the one that you should use if you want to do this and want to attend a Christian university, and that's going to be Liberty University. Liberty University 
is one of the high transfer colleges that we're talking about. So Liberty University allows you to transfer in 75%, which is 90 credits. So Christian Leaders College has 60 credits. I'm sorry, 60 classes. They are completely free. They do not cost any money. They don't even cost money for the final exam. And we have a partnership equivalency PDF that I'm going to put into the show notes so that you can look these up. Of their classes that they offer, many of them are ministry because that's their specialty. They also have theology, but there are a few that are general education. So like you'll see your um, English and your math and your philosophy, and then there's some business ones as well. So there are so many. And then when you when you're done taking these classes through Christian Leaders College, you pay a one-time fee of $10, and that is your transcript release form. And that is going to include all of the free classes that you took, and that's going to get sent over to Liberty University, and then they're going to apply those to your degree. That's not so per just class. Taking, right. No, it's not per class. It's, it's a one-time transcript fee, and that's $10. So if you take one class – with Christian Leaders College, it costs $10 for that transcript. If you take 60 classes, it costs $10 for that transcript. So it's going to have all of them on there. So it's to your advantage to take all your classes first and then just pay that $10 one time. That way you're not, you know, doing that later. And the benefit of this, uh, one of the benefits is that if it's important to you to get all your classes through a Christian university, that you could do it this way. 100%. Because the other three providers are secular. So we talked about those. So if you are looking for Christian and you're looking for cheap and free, guess what? This is the way to do that. And you'll, you'll be able, by the way, to use Sailor, CLEP, and online degree at Liberty also. So Liberty University as a target college, um, again, it's high transfer. So you can bring in 75% of the degree. The other thing to know about Liberty is that they do have the same acceptance policy, whether you're attending on campus or online. So you can use these credits towards an online degree, or you can use them towards an on-campus degree, and you can complete the first three years at home um, for cheap, and then you can go to Liberty for your last year if that's something that you want to do. So, okay, so Shelly, were you keeping track of, of how many college credits are available? from today's episode? Mm. Uh, I don't know. I, you know, there's, I don't know, a (laughs) hundred. So, okay. So remember we need 60 credits for an associate's degree. We need 120 credits for a bachelor's degree and the, the free and cheap credits today, there were 300 possible college credits. And if you did every single one that we talked about today, like you literally just, attacked it, you could not spend more than $330. And that's if you did every single one. Oh my gosh. <laughs> there's a way, there, there's definitely a way to bring the cost down. And, and uh, it's just getting the name, information out there. I mean, there's no reason to not go. There's no reason to say I can't go because I don't have the money because you could really bring it down. Absolutely. hundred percent. So how many college credits do you have? Do you have any? What are you waiting for? In today's episode, you learned how to earn 300 college credits. That's more than you would need for even two bachelor's degrees. And you can get started without any kind of application, no testing, 
no SATs, no financial aid, no acceptance letters, nothing. You can just get started. You don't even need money. But anyone listening can earn college credit for less than $3. So there's no excuse not to start. One college credit really is enough to get started. It's enough to get you motivated. It's enough to take charge of your education. And so if you're waiting for the perfect time, we think that that is today. So join us next time when we look at more resourceful ways to shave time and money on your credential. Until then, I'm Jennifer Cook DeRosa. And I'm Shelley Cloutier. And you have been listening to College on the Cheap. Thank you.